Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast, and I'm Susie Shaw. If you are new to our podcast, bariatric eating is more than just talk. We've been supporting millions of post-ops for over 20 years in our support groups. I'll tell you where you can find us at the end of this episode. We've created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or hospital plan or anyone who's addressed regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our success rate. Thousands of people have used our inspired diet along with our help and our support to take their lives back, even when it seemed like things were hopeless. Those who help you in our groups are post-ops. We've had that regain, so we know how it feels, but we've also lost that regain, and we can help you find your way back into those smaller clothes that are in your closet. We have specific tools for you. We can help you set goals, create food lists. We'll even help you with what meals to eat, and we've got our own product line. So we go beyond just ideas to help you in real time with real tools that really work. Our support is made up of people who are just like me. And collectively, we've spent the past 20 years helping post-ops lose regain and learn how to change their habits so that the weight stays off for good. And I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So let's get started. So we're going to dive right in here. And I want to start with a few questions today. I want you to ask yourself, are you trustworthy? Do you head to work every day like you're supposed to, even on the days when you're tired? Do you make plans and keep them, like social plans, work plans, whatever? Um, If somebody tells you something in confidence, can they trust you not to tell the whole world? Can someone depend on you to bring snacks to soccer games or book club or whatever? Um, If someone needed a ride somewhere and you were off work and you had nothing to do and you've got a working car, could they count on you to give them the ride? If you agree to meet up with friends for dinner, do you show up? I mean, it's pretty much yes to all of those, right? Most of us are like that. We're adults, and we have things that we say we will do, and then we do them. We have something called integrity. We have work ethic. Most of us can say yes to all of those questions that I just asked without even thinking twice, right? So how come we find it so hard to stick with our diet? More specifically, why did we have weight loss surgery? And through that, we made a a commitment via surgical alteration of our stomachs or even a removal of 80% of our stomach. And then we failed to follow through with the advice of our doctors and our nutritionists so that we could learn how to live with our surgery, get to goal, and then stay there for good. How is it that we can tell ourselves that we need to set an alarm clock to go to work and then do that and get up and go to the office? But why isn't setting an alarm to go to the gym equally as important to us? If we know that we need to lose weight and we say that we want to tone up and have nicer arms, why do we always seem to put off working out until tomorrow? And then when tomorrow comes, we find an excuse at the last minute so we don't go. It's actually really frustrating. And when I said all of what I said above, I bet you did what I did when I first started realizing that my goals and the things that I wanted to do to improve myself needed to be just as important to me as showing up to work was. Even when I'd already worked 50 hours that week, but I was still on call over the weekend and I still had a three-year-old at home to manage on my own because my husband was on a ship somewhere in the South Pacific without internet or even a phone. You know, we're all busy and we all have things going on, but these things have to be priorities. You sort of have like an aha moment that your health is just as important as your job. And I mean on a really basic level. You can't do your job if you aren't healthy, right? So what's the hang up? Why don't we make that connection? 
In our support group, one of the reasons that we started having a specific monthly challenge and so many daily accountability threads, and by so many, I think just off the top of my head, we've got three total a day now. So if you need someone to hold your feet to the fire, stay tuned. I'll tell you where you can find our, um, our support groups because we've got that accountability that, you've looking f- that you're looking for. But um, back to my point, the reason that we have so many of these different checkpoints and challenges and stuff like that is because we're seeing the same people, and that's adding me and the rest of my, my team. Um, we're seeing the same people saying that they've had you know, they've got very specific goals. They know exactly what they want to do. But by the end of the week, they were just in a spot where they were going to have to start over all over again because they totally fell off track and they were just feeling really defeated. And it may surprise you, but that actually hurts us to see that. It hurts to experience as someone who's, you know, gone through that and been there. But on the from the other end, it's really hard to watch others repeat those same patterns that tied me up and... um kind of tripped me up and and helped me get to that point where I had regained 150 pounds. So as a support group facilitator, we really needed a way to to kind of break through that mindset and at least get people to hold true to very small changes daily. And that's why one of the biggest things that you'll hear throughout this podcast series is that concept that small changes add up because they absolutely do. But that's also where we got the ideas to have all these check-in threads and check-in checkpoints every day and where many of the daily activities that we have during our monthly challenges actually come from. They usually aren't reminders to stick with the plan, but they are actually tools that you can implement in your life, like on a day-to-day basis, that will actually help you stick to the goals that you set because that's the key right there. We're in these support groups. We're leading the way to help you commit to yourself and help you keep that commitment that you've made to yourself. But the question, it's always remained on the back of my mind somewhere. And maybe it's on yours too if you've been in our support groups or any other support group for that matter. And maybe that's how you found our group or our podcast rather. But what makes, what is it that makes it so easy for us to agree to pick up a good friend at the airport, but we can't seem to get it together to go to take a class at the gym that we saw on the bulletin board? And I don't know about how the airport is at your, you know, where you live, but for me and in my life and everywhere I've ever lived in my entire life, actually, now that I think about it, a gym class would be like 100% be, be far less time than an airport run, a lot less traffic, a lot less headache, all that fun stuff. Um, but both things, you know, going to the gym for ourselves or picking up a friend, you know, that we know that needs, needs our help, that, that does something for us, doesn't it? Your friend needs that support. That day, that support meant that they needed a ride. But... You know, the flip side to that is that when you go to a gym class, you want to lose some weight. And you know for a fact that your doctor sort of got on you last time about not being as active as you maybe were a couple years ago when your blood pressure was lower. And you know in your heart, it was way easier to manage manage back then too, wasn't it? What's the big difference there that makes our friend more important to us than ourselves? Well, I think it comes down to our relationship with ourselves. Too many of us expect willpower to be what gets us to goal. And if you listen to the rest of our podcast series, you know exactly how I feel about willpower. But it's really going to come down to your relationship with yourself. You wouldn't dream of agreeing to chaperone the field trip at your daughter's school and then just not showing up that morning, right? 
but you maybe not even think twice about skipping yoga, even though you reserved a spot for yourself last night when you were feeling ultra-motivated. That's honestly not fair. Both scenarios there aren't fair. The teacher needs the help. The kids need you. But even with the yoga class, you need the help. You need to stay physically active. You wanted to do that. You said you were going to do that. You made a reservation so that you're taking up space in that class to go there and do those things so that you can be healthy and strong like you need to be and like you want to be. And if you haven't been able to follow through on your own commitments that you've made to yourself, it's not because of a lack of willpower. It's because you're putting yourself dead last and your mind knows that you aren't trustworthy. So when an excuse pops up to eat a donut or maybe skip that walk after dinner or skip the yoga class, it doesn't quite sting as badly as calling your friend that needs you and saying, hey, I can't make it, you're on your own, or just skipping out on the teacher who needs you to chaperone that field trip. The fact is, if you're listening to this, you already know that willpower only lasts so long. For most of us, it lasts precisely as long as it takes to set that alarm on Sunday night so that we can get up extra early on Monday morning so that we can take out some chicken for dinner. Um, You know, you've got that plan in your mind where you want to try those chicken fajita sheet pan meals that you found the recipe for on our website. Um, Then you need to pack a healthy lunch and then you've got to hit the gym before work. But then on Monday morning when it goes off super early, we have this like brilliant brainwave just pop into our heads And it makes us calculate that we could totally sleep for another hour or more um, if we get up, you know, get our healthy lunch packed and then hit the gym after work instead of doing it all before work. But then again, what happens when we do that? 5 p.m. rolls around and we realize as we're standing there waiting on the elevator at the office that our feet hurt and we forgot our gym socks when we packed our gym bag because we were running late because we overslept. And then, you know, you also kind of had that dovetail thought, well, there's always tomorrow for that workout because you're really, really tired. In fact, it'd probably also be fine if you just swung by and picked up a pizza on your way home because traffic's going to be bad and, oh my God, what a Monday it was. Who wants to cook after a day like today? I mean, some of those specific things may not be the same, but I, I'd put money down that there isn't a human on earth who hasn't had that exact identical conversation with themselves at one point or another. I know I've done it a million times and I don't think you guys are all that similar, um, dissimilar from me, right? But you see what I mean, right? It's not a motivation problem that's holding you back. You were motivated enough to make those plans. You're more than capable of deciding what you want to do, specifically when you want to do it, and you even know what t- what it will take to do those things, like saving a healthy recipe for later and what night you're going to use it, what time you've got to get up to get to the gym and not be late for work. But what happened? Suddenly, when that alarm went off in this scenario, but suddenly you got in your way. But I guess it's really not you, is it? It's that other you, that one that thinks differently. It's not a lack of motivation that's hurting your relationship with you. It's your thinking. Whether you're aware of it or not, every thought that you have impacts your actions and likewise determines your results. And we've got two episodes specifically that go over that, but um, so you can go back and jot this down real quick. That's episode 18 and episode 29. So make a note to go back and listen to those because those are really, really important um, episodes. And I know for a fact, most people are, are, are kind of skipping over them. I see the, I see the listen rates. But um, anyways, but you have got to start working on shifting your thinking 
either by joining a support group and actually participating in what we do there so that you can make these small daily changes to stay focused and change as you work on losing weight too. Or you've got to make these changes on your own because nothing is going to change until you address this thinking. Certainly not your relationship with yourself and certainly not your weight. Now, I want to um, kind of back up a little bit about those two episodes. If you've only got the time to listen to one, episode 18 is definitely the one that you want to pick. But in episode 18, we go through this concept in depth. And I think it's one of our series that a lot of people don't really take to heart because it's, it's a really hard one to get through. And what I mean by that is that it's hard to point out to yourself that it's your thinking. And our thinking is something that happens without us really even realizing that it's happening. It's kind of on a subconscious level, right? But that thinking is often the source of about 90% of why we aren't where we want, where we want to be in life. And it's often the base of why we can't seem to stay focused on our diet and keep the weight off. So if you're like me and you're just exhausted, and I mean it, you just get kind of fed up, don't you, from all of the starting and stopping, getting on track, getting off track, all that fun stuff, um, it's really time to take some action, don't you think? You've got to fix the relationship with yourself and start being more trustworthy to your own commitments that you continue to make to yourself despite being fed up, right? It's like this horrible cycle. You've got to start doing that by fixing your thinking. Get down to the root of it. Because you know what I think, and I said it a minute ago, but it's important, so I want to repeat it because it's a huge light bulb moment. You really don't have an issue with motivation at all. You don't even have an issue figuring out what you want to do. You know what you need to do, and you know how to do it. In fact, we've been hearing from a ton of you that you've got episodes one through eight of our series on repeat, and they help you daily. You listen to them often, and that's really, really fantastic. That makes me feel so good. But I really want you to consider that it's time to dial in and start looking beyond goal setting and tips and tricks to make it through parties and your work date on the weekend. I mean, that's important too, but you have got to start working on you and the way that you approach all of this, or you're never really going to move past where you are now. Goal setting is great. Getting fired up and feeling bulletproof is huge for your mindset and your state of mind on a daily basis. It's important. It really, really is important to do that. But you've really got to start digging deep and start working on these thoughts and feelings in your mind that are driving this need to set goals and your need to have a motivating voice in your ear. And while that may sting to to hear, understand this truth. I want more for you. I really want to stop hearing that you're restarting thanks to my podcasts. I actually want to hear that my podcasts have helped you to get started, helped you to stay focused, and that now you're happily at your happy weight and you're keeping it off to thanks to what you've learned about yourself after listening through all of my podcasts, not just the easy ones where you get to set goals and make lists. My goal isn't to help you learn how to make better lists of what you want. My goal is to help you to get to, get to a point where you can take hold of what you want and keep it forever. So you absolutely need some help to get out of your own head so that you can have this huge shift in your thinking and rebuild that relationship with yourself so you can do more than just set the alarm and repeat this routine. Um, you know, you've built this life where you make plans and set goals and then you continually break your own promises that you've made to yourself. And I, I'm sorry if that stings a little bit. It's really not meant to hurt your feelings or anything like that or sound judgmental. But that's exactly what happens when we get in these little ruts and these routines. So it's time to start doing what you say that you're going to do. It's time to start doing the things that you say that you want to do. 
it's actually time for you to start trusting yourself enough to do the work and to do the work that you say that you want to do. I know that's kind of repetitive, but that's what needs to happen. So what's next? Well, the next steps are going to be up to you. But here's my recommendation. Right now, I want you to go back into our podcast series and find episode 18. Grab a notebook, and I want you to sit down and listen to it. Pause and make as many notes as you need to throughout the episode. Replay it if you want to. But then I want you to come join me in our support group after you've listened to that and you've got a little bit more clarity about things. Um, I'm in that group daily, multiple times a day. So if you find my voice here encouraging, imagine how strong you'll feel once you get to know me a little bit better. Once once I get to know you and once we start helping each other and I start helping you with these specific things that you know that you need help with. So come find us and dial in so that we can hold your hand through this period of learning and change and we can help you stay accountable to yourself and actually make these shifts in your thinking so that you can eventually see these shifts in your relationship with yourself. I keep saying we because it's not just me over there. I have a whole team of people that are waiting for you right now. We're ready to help you. The real question is, are you ready to commit to more than just a number on the scale and actually make some changes that will change how you view things? Because if you want to be successful, you're going to have to start keeping the commitments that you make to yourself. So why not start working on learning how to do that? And with that in mind, I'm going to tell you again, come to our website, please. It's www.bariatriceating.com. Once you're there, do a keyword search at the top of the website. Um, There's like a little search bar. Um, Search for podcast, just the word podcasts. And there, that way you'll be able to find all of the episodes that are listed. Um, there's show notes there for every single one. So you'll be able to find um, various links and things that I mentioned in each episode. For this episode specifically, I'm going to link to our support group. But I'm also going to link that um, recipe I mentioned, the sheet pan fajitas. I know I only like just blurted it out just for half a second. But it truly is a weeknight lifesaver. If you're busy um, or if you just like tasty meals, it's so quick and so yummy. Um, if you've also, um, if you've got a question for me, go ahead and send me an email. I'm always available at ask, A-S-K, at bariatriceating.com. And I want to remind you, too, we're not just talk. Our articles, our recipes, and our website have been helping post-ops for nearly 20 years. And it will help you, too. So please come check out our website. Don't forget to review and subscribe to our podcast so that you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And please, if you enjoyed today's episode... Pass it on to someone you think may also find it helpful. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.